Hi, it's Yosef. How are you? And today we're going to talk about 10 ways to improve your PPC campaigns. Whether you're a client, whether you're an ad buyer, there's something in here for you in terms of walking away just a little bit more knowledgeable about your campaigns. And who am I? So my agency was founded by RV Dynamics in March 3rd, 2022. I have roughly 10 years experience prior to that. On top of that, I'm certified and I've been interviewed by several platforms and I'm here to basically help the vertical is what I would like to say and really just uh, give my knowledge in terms of how, you know, if there's any PPC buyers or clients out there that just want to listen, right, and improve their campaigns. Because one one thing I've been seeing is a lot of um, people not having faith in PPC, but I'm here to say it's not having faith. It's really just having the right buyer or having knowledgeable buyers or knowing what you're doing. And I think that's probably a little bit of the problem. So let's jump in and see how we can help strategize and make your PPC buys stronger. So let's go right here to objective. When I first start with a client, um, it's, it's funny because it's always the same answer. Like, okay, so how do you want to start this? You know, what, what are you looking to do? Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I, I just want to run about 30,000 bucks and, you know, just spend some money and just get some revenue right off the bat. And that's, I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to happen, right? Because you don't have an ad account. <laughs> you have a website. You're just starting. You're coming to us because, A, we're, we're very cost efficient and we do a great job and we're able to hand this off to you. But... Um, because we actually we actually always recommend that's another thing too. always own your own ad accounts. Um, what we want to do is, is set you up for success. Right. And when you're first spending money, like the first thing I always say if they come to me in sales is what are your organic sales right now? Oh, well, uh, I, I don't have any organic sales. Oh, OK. Do you have a Web page oh, or, or a social uh, page? Oh, I, I have an Instagram and that's really it. OK. And but you now want to come to you with thirty thousand dollars and just drop it. Right. So. And then do you have a website, uh, not website, email collection um, marketing campaign? Um, no, I don't. I have uh, 100 emails. Well, wait a minute. Wait a Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, so, you know, it's really, I always say is the, the first, you know, we should start off in steps, right? Because the, here's where, here's, this actually goes back to what I was saying why I even created this video was because I'm seeing so much of buyers come in with unrealistic expectations and you have, or clients coming in with unrealistic expectations. You have buyers who just say yes to anything and you don't have anybody just advising and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you have this? Do you have that? Well, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've actually said I won't do the buy or you're not there yet because you don't have any sales right now. If you don't have that architecture and infrastructure that's already there, already making purchases, you're, you're, you're not going to find success with PPC. You have to have that successful architecture already in place, already generating sales. Then you come and say, I want to scale this. Now there's different, now there's other ways to approach this because you can softly scale your business through PPC. And what do I mean by that? That's through email collection. That's through traffic. That's through boosting posts, all that stuff. Now that generates uh, momentum as well to that end result. That's smart. And that's actually where I ask a lot of people to start because with a traffic campaign, we want to make we want to experiment and make sure when traffic's coming in of the landing page is the landing page view going is initiate checkout going is add to cart going is payment method going is the purchase is finally happening right is there a thank you are we able to track all this like and then once you see it in the back end like you're like okay now he's getting purchases after you know because now the traffic's converting it's going through the the process the conversion funnel then we can do sales campaigns 
you know, just to come in and just say, I want to do sales without any kind of thing. It's like, well, wait a minute. Maybe you're better off doing a lead campaign for emails. Maybe you're better off doing a follower a boosting campaign. Maybe you're better off doing traffic. You know, there's a whole bunch of different avenues, but it, it's funny because it's, it's, I know the most, um, you know, that's what they come here for. Right. And a lot of times they do there. They are. I, I, I would say it's more times than not. They're ready, but there, there are sometimes most, you know, not say most, but a considerable amount of time where clients are not there. Um, you know, so, so, or they thought they were there, went with another PPC person who said they, they said, when I said no, they said yes. And they just burn their money. And then I, they come back to me and those, my friends are the worst. I can't tell you how many of those I've had. It's sad. It's, it's, it's really making sure that you trust and you, you, you getting the right knowledge, not yes, men, not, um, I can spend, you just spent 30,000. My retainer was 15, 20, uh, 10,000 bucks. And now you're out money. So it's really understanding what you, you know, where, where you're at in your PPC journey and formulating it correctly. The next one is uh, proper CRM. So your CRM data is, is really where you should begin. Uh, there, there's a movement right now with broad broad works. My friends, when there's already awareness. For your product why do you think all these you know all these um big brands are doing broad targeting right now because they're already they're already big brands they already have awareness in the marketplace do small businesses have that maybe maybe in their targeted area maybe i you know but really you need to give it a nudge and the only way you can nudge that is using your crm data by plugging in either the emails or the purchaser email purchasers who are both high, medium, and low within your into your audience funnel. So that way you're they're learning, right? Because the the last you're giving it an almost like a push, if you will, to go up the hill to 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 the path to conversion. Because if you do broad right off the bat with a small business, you know, sure that may work on a I'm doing right now actually broad with a couple of local businesses that are very geo, but if I'm going national, if I go broad with, with you know, a small business that's spending what, maybe 10,000 a month, maybe, okay. But you gotta give it a nudge. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Again, the whole broad thing, in my opinion, is more for uh, brands that already have awareness. And yeah, there, there, there is a long tail solution here. And it also depends what you mean broad. It can mean just, you know, several interests and, you know, uh, getting it to like whatever, a 200 or hundred million threshold and, and just letting it run from there. But broad, pure broad, I don't know, folks, I, I'm on the fence on that. Use your CRM data. That's what it's there for. Plug it in, make sure the values are assigned. So you give it a wide list of people to work with small spenders all the way to large, right? So that way it can learn it's like, okay, this is what a small spender does. This is what a medium spender does. Okay. Got it. And it's that whole value association that will be able to chop, be able to um, slice and dice the uh, information and incorporate it correctly in your buys. The next one's budget. This is interesting. So, I've had a couple clients come to me and say, um, you know, I, I have, uh, this is a good one. I had a solar business that came to me and they said, I spend 40, the average order value is between 40 and $80,000 for a solar, a solar integration. And I was like, okay. Um, you know, I went through it. And I, I basically talked to him. I, I've done plenty of lead gen and I quoted him how much I was going to spend. And he was like, whoa, that's a, uh, kind of high. 
And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, my lead gen, I can get leads for, you know, uh, you know, a $10 lead through that at me, $40, $30 leads and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, for an $80,000 thing, $80,000 solar business. And, you know, just think about that because, well, wait a minute. Anybody can get leads. Anybody can get leads. Leads are the easiest thing to get. Sales is what you need, not leads. If I give you three people, three leads, and one of them converts into 80,000 bucks, my friend, and we pay for those, you know, like it's worth it, right? But if you're, if you're, if you're going to spend half as much for a thousand leads, like that's, and none of them convert Then What's the point, right? So you really want to make sure you're associating the budget with the right end goal, right? And then most of all, you're, you're learning because you know, higher order value uh, campaigns are, they're, they're quote unquote easier, but at the same time, it's a lot more accountability. So you really got to make sure that you're, you're using the right conversion method to associate that with the right budget, right? And it all comes down to the, uh, the way it's set up. It comes out to what your, what your average order, uh, what your average or, uh, purchase will be, your cost per acquisition, and then associating it. And then may, most of all, making sure it goes down because the first couple of conversions are going to be kind of expensive, right? Because you're teaching it how to learn and come down in terms of the average, uh, the average cost per lead or cost per purchase or whatever. And that's what gets it down, the cost per acquisition low, and gets your ROAS high. That's what does it. So it's constantly this feedback loop to get it, to get it, uh, to have it learn. So keep that in mind. And then also putting in the creative, all sorts of stuff. Um, oh, this is a good one. Buyer expertise. Uh, where, <laughs> so this is great. Uh, you know, scam agencies is kind of a big term right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are not certified, have no experience, don't know what they're doing and they're out there pitching business. And it's our job, right? As other PPC buyers in the business, I don't care where you're from, what country you're from to really say like kind of just set the standard and really show what that is. And my friends, you know what it is? It's certifications. It's really making sure your blueprint Google certified. It the Google certification's easy. The meta one's actually kind of hard. I, I agree there. I actually have a bunch of have a whole bunch of videos and content based on that. But it's really making sure that you that you understand not so much how to buy, but with meta blueprint it's how Meta understands buying. What is what is Meta's backend approach to buying, and how can you apply that knowledge to your PPC buys? That's the trick. That's why people don't believe in certifications, or they don't bother. Oh, I've been buying for years, and I don't need it. And, and I hear this all day long, and I, I hear it, and it's it's sad, you know, because as a client, you should be looking for certifications. You should be looking for that. And, and I'm talking current. Meta's only good for, the blueprint's only good for two years. You should make sure they are certified. Anybody who's spending money on your buys needs to be, needs to definitely have a license. I mean, that's just what it is. It's a license. So really making sure that thresh, that, that basic knowledge is there and it's, and your buyers are, have it because that's why that's, do you think you're going to get ripped off by a, by a Meta blueprint certified buyer? Probably not. 
I, I would be shocked if you did. Now, I'm, I'm not saying I, I do perfect buys all the time, but my ratio is pretty damn good. And I would say it's basically because I'm, I'm certified in Google, double certified in Blueprint. I know what I'm doing. And it's really making sure that you have that, that knowledge. Will experience always triumph knowledge? Probably. But when you have both, you're, you're dynamite. You're like a, a superpower. You're like, you're, 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 you're unstoppable. So why not expand on that, right? Um, it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. If you're, if you're a client, you know, make sure you just ask, just, just ask and say, and you know, if they, especially if they mess up, because I promise you, that's usually where I see the issues. Overspends. That's not, that's usually from untrained buyers or buyers who who kind of been removed. They jump in and out. And they don't know. Um, make you know, crap, ROAS. You know, um, there's sometimes you need to turn the darn thing off and rebuild everything, or just just get new creative in. You know, does an experienced buyer know to do that? Know to make that call? Probably not, right? Um, the next one. This is actually kind of interesting. AI and technology. I would say five years ago, I didn't believe in this. I would say this year um, is it. Like you should have AI or technology or both in your offerings as a contractor. The days of just looking and making the adjustment is, you know, it's still here, but it's not, you you need to make sure that's, that's more qualified. You need help, right? And there's a couple ways that um, that can be done. So it, I don't have to go down the whole, like, let's ask chat GPT the best keywords for this, <laughs> whatever it is, right? Everybody knows that. But are you using predictive modeling, right? Like I use predictive modeling. That's what I do. And it's actually in my, um, if you see here, it's actually in my medium articles. So uh, let's go right here. So I actually do, I'm able to, through chat GPT four, not the three free version through chat GPT four, I actually have um, predictive modeling that I've actually incorporated into a lot of my buys where I'm able to enter the description, I'm able to enter the client name, I'm able to enter all these keywords and understand what's the predictive modeling say. And then, and that's not, that's, you know, that's not just doing the simple thing. Also too, um, uh, the feedback loop on terms of reporting analysis, that's another thing I use the chat GPT for, for my own. And by the way, this is my own chat GPT right here. So. Um, and then another thing I want to talk about is, so my company, my agency has a special partnership with Power My Analytics, right? Why is this important? It's important because we're registered as one of 10 partners who is able to work on specific Power My Analytic clients, whether they're Fortune 500, whether they're, um, their agencies and we're allowed to contract on behalf of them and plug in play and set up their dashboards, all sorts of cool stuff. This is me right here. And like I said, I have my own webpage on Power My Analytics. I'll put this in the, in the thing as well. Um, but, and this is a really cool thing. Why is this so cool? Why are you even talking about this? Well, I'm talking about it because it's, it's really about creating custom dashboards and reporting to find the peaks and the valleys of what's going on in your buys, right? Is somebody is, are you receiving these? Because I'm telling you, reporting's coming back folks, because there's too much to track. And if you think you're going to keep this all on an Excel page, 
with a bunch of tabs, messy tabs. I mean, sure, that may fly for somebody who's an ex client that's an ex buyer or has buying experience. I would I would say that's not going to fly for ninety percent of the clients out there, right? So you have to be able to storytell and, and deliver these these very compelling dashboards that show the peaks and the valleys. What's wrong, right? Because if your row has dips and you just pull out an Excel sheet. You may be able to wing it, but you need to actually do the storytelling to show where are we at with the top of the funnel? Where are we at with the bottom of the funnel? Where are we at with the middle of the funnel? Are we using the right? Where's the mess ups happening? Where's the, where's the audiences? Where's the creative? Like, is there a mismatch? What's going on? You're, you could really only do that through this because there's so many different metrics going on, right? And if you put that on an Excel sheet, I'm telling you, it's a mess. It's a mess, folks. You need tech to help you, right? And that's what I do. Each one of my dashboards that's free to my own my clients has roughly 10 to 15 slides a piece per platform. Now, is it like, well, wait a minute, do I need to go through 15, 20, 30 slides to just find out how the ROAS is doing? No, you don't. We have a top sheet, that's what the top sheet is for. But heaven forbid there's something wrong. You need to, then you need to go, what if there's a $10,000 error? You best believe we're gonna go through this, those 10 sheets to find it, right? You can't go through an Excel sheet really to find it. It's gonna look like a mess. You need AI and tech to help you. It's, it's, you have to push your agency into this. It's, this is, it's not enough folks to have Excel. And, and most of all, you need to make sure that you know even when you get the, the cool slides and it has, the impressions and and all this other stuff and and you know it, it it's not in real time right it needs to be graphs it needs to be storytelling and yeah that can be it you can come write a little pyramid thing that says this is the total impressions and this is the total clicks and this is the landing page view but really are you are you doing that against each audience that can do this so that's what i'm talking about folks like it's it's really pushing you know your your technology to this to this day and age um okay so that's it for that so like i said you need tech you need tech so i have ai tech and i have reporting tech uh connections okay so um really making sure that cappy enhanced convergence for google are working correctly making sure those are installed um and then making sure that you know you're you're comparing those you're auditing really your purchases, etc., to those platforms, whether it be Padaya, Kajabi, etc. Um, and then you know a lot of times we've actually looked at even attribution partners. Uh, we may actually be partnering with one very soon. So because a lot of times you know um, the the Google will eliminate the I, the uh, or iOS will eliminate the um, Google Click ID, right? And same thing with the Facebook Click ID. So the, that, you know, they, they log in at uh, Starbucks, right? They do the mobile phone at Starbucks and they log in at their desktop at work, then they disconnect and they go home, log into another network, the click ID is severed, right? So what happens is, you, you know, sometimes it's that they, they get lost. They're, they're, that, that conversion does not come through, right? So many a times you, we have to kind of look at what is, you know, what does the Cappy install? That's, that's why Cappy exists. If you're just using pixels, you know, just a website pixel, just a setup, and you and you do the the pixel, you know, the connection thing, and you the the, the pixel helper on Facebook, my friends, that that that's not enough. You have to you have to really do the Cappy integration, right? And that's done with a buyer. That's done with a buyer, and making and actually it's automatic with Shopify. It's funny too. One of um one of my best offerings right now is when that the thing that really clients I see get excited about when I when I pitch is 
um, isn't the buying, right? Because they know we're great buyers. It's, you know, our buyers bar none. It's really the video editing is one. And then the next thing is, uh, is my Shopify tech. So the Shopify tech I have, uh, he's worth his weight in gold because that is a that is an added value to working with us. That's free through working with us. It's an amazing offering. And if we're able to go in there and QA, you know, if your um, Google Shopping reviews are not showing up, we can be, we're able to QA and fix that. That kind of stuff right now is really in demand. And that's that's why I'm talking about PPC agencies. You know, can your PPC agency do that? You know, like, are they just buying, right? So you really have to make sure that, you know, and we do creative, we do SEO, we do it all. That's how you know a shop is really at its at its game is when it's able to to be a Swiss army knife and not just say, oh, we just do PPC. Like we do it all. We're able to like, come in and basically like a SEAL team fix and levers and develop a cool marketing plan complete with um, connection optimizations to drive your ROAS up. Like I said, I'm, I'm trying to partner soon with an attribution an attribution partner, I think it's called Wicked Report. So uh, that's something I'm, I'm talking to them soon about. So that's, I look forward to. Um, reporting. Again, you know, I don't think we have to drive the nail here. It's, it's really, if you're using Excel, stop using Excel. Unless the client reports it. Now, I actually have, out of all my clients, I have one or two that exist on Excel. That's because they're big on pivoting. They're big pivot people, which is awesome. That's great. I actually admire that. But most don't have the time to do that, right? So you have to... You know, I would storytelling through these, you know, unfortunately, these uh, various uh, data platforms that provide the high, medium and low dashboards is what's needed. Realistic goal setting and accountability. Oh, man, that actually goes back to what I was saying before, you know, um, really, you know, as a client, when they come up to you and, and really saying like, hey, I have, four, you know, $30,000, $40,000 to spend. You know, I want this. And it's really just setting that realistically goal and even drawing a paper or presentation on it saying you can't do that. Like it's going to take time, you know, understanding the laws of how cost per purchase work, right? Cost per acquisition, how you pay higher in the bank and it learns and it goes down. Like that's exactly what I'm talking about. Does that go down? The ROAS goes up. Exactly. Um, creative and other services being used, just like I was saying, you know, um, what what can your people, as a contractor, do you have resources that you can tap into for your client? Or are you gonna put it back on the client? You see what I mean? You really need to make sure that you're able to offer those um, those services. Otherwise, right, you're not, you're PPC, but you, you, you know, there's a, there's a gap, right? Um, and then experiments, always be experimenting. That's really a key thing as well. Like, you know, what experiments are being done in your reporting? And it all goes back to that. What what experiments are being done? What's a feedback loop? What's a what's experiments for this week, next week, and the weeks down the road? What are you looking to do? How are we and then most of all, how are you building Roasm or how are you that that's that should be driving every single experiment. And if you're if you're in the, the beginning part of the funnel and you're just experimenting, making sure that you're you're saying that once this is done, once I see these numbers, we're good to we're thumbs up to go ROAS or or to start spending for sales. So that's all done through experiments. Um, yeah, so that's really it, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I want to also say we're on Medium. Uh, I have roughly uh, 21 plus, 20 plus 
articles uh, that I'm working on right now. So uh, they're all up. Um, on top of that, I have this YouTube channel. Also, I'm on Reddit. I have roughly 500 karma points, which is awesome. And then I have my site. So feel free to reach out, YRV Dynamics. We're more than happy to help. Um, and if you have any questions on the meta blueprint certification, please let me know. I'm very big in that. I'm a huge advocate of it. Um, we're probably looking at probably setting up another mastermind soon. So um, we'd love to talk further. So thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to our next video together. Thank you.